What's up, guys? Brett Apple here from DailyFanMMA.com, back with another UFC Quick Picks on the Mayo Media Network. We have UFC Vegas 76 this weekend. Sean Strickland versus Abus Magomedov. 12 fights on the slate. Should be a fun DraftKings card. As usual, I'm going to give you my favorite cash game play, tournament play, salary play, and a matchup I like from a DraftKings perspective. Before I do, please subscribe to the channel, like the video, and comment below. Why don't you give me your favorite play... Why don't you give me your favorite play below 8K? I really am not that confident in many of these underdogs, to be quite honest. And I think if you have a lean, something uh, worth actively targeting this week because there just aren't that many options. All right, let's get into the slate. My cash game play of the week is going to be none other than Joe Anderson Brito at 9.6K. You guys should know the drill by now. I'm not going to mess around too much with cash game plays. I like Brito at 9.6K. He's going to be very chalky. He's rates out as the best play on this slate. But, I mean, I do think others will look to the 9K range with Kutata Ladze, Bonfim, Morales, etc. I'm not that confident in many of them, to be quite on, to be quite honest. Even Kutata Ladze, who's north of minus 750 to win on some books. I think Brito's a standout option above him in cash games at 9.6K. He is minus 1,300 to win against Weston Wilson. And last I checked, minus 475 to win inside the distance, which is just an insane line and something that you really need to be paying attention to, whether you're playing cash games or tournaments. Um, Brito is going to project out as the best play on the slate by far, even in tournaments. He's going to be very, very popular, so know what you're getting into there. But this uh, newcomer, Weston Wilson, doesn't look particularly great, I would say, in his regional tape, 16-7 and seven professionally. Most of his wins come by submission, and most of those submissions have been guillotine chokes, which is not something that's very predictive and doesn't really work at the highest level. He does have like long arms, and I wouldn't be shocked if he continued to fish for some guillotines, but a lot of his losses have come by submission as well. I, I, he seems defensively vulnerable on the feet and on the ground. Doesn't seem like a great defensive wrestler either. And Brito's just kind of marched through Andre Feely and Lucas Alexander in back-to-back -back fights. Had a tough loss to Bill Algio there in 2022. Also, his win on the contender series over Diego Lopez looks a lot better now, having played in Lopez guard, who's a really dangerous grappler. So it makes sense that Brito's a, a very heavy favorite here. Biggest money line on the slate by far. Not even, you know, close to anything second in terms of his inside the distance line. That is just totally off the charts. He's going to break projections there. Wrestling grappling equity, early knockout equity. You got to play Brito in cash games at 9.6K. All right, moving on to my tournament play of the week. I am going to roll with Alexander Romanov at 8.3K. Coming off back-to-back -back losses, actually, which fortunately I've been on the right side of. Um, and I only say that because, you know, outside of to, to boost my own ego, I only say that because... Um, it's pretty clear that Romanov has flaws in his game. I, I thought they were pretty obvious during his, his win streak, and I was very scared about targeting him as a heavy favorite against Tybura, as a favorite against Alexander Volkov, because he's just shown the inability to have success when he's not dominating opponents on the ground early. Striking is a concern. Cardio is a major concern. And he's been exposed by Tybura and by Volkov. 
And now he's in a 50-50 fight with Blagoy Ivanov, who all of Ivanov's fights go the distance. So it, there's a real case to be made that Alexander Romanov is, is going to fail to submit or knock out Ivanov quickly, in which case he's going to blow his wad once again and, and bust from a DraftKings perspective. This is a risk. And my hope is that, unlike his fight against Tybura and his fight against Alexander Volkov, now he's lost twice in a row. And people are going to be scared off of him, which for, for good reason. But I do think this is a good bounce back spot. Don't forget the upside Romanov has. Put up 128, 110, 67, uh, 134, 112 in his wins on DraftKings. Ivanov is tough, durable, yes, but was controlled really easily by Tarbura in his last fight. And I do think Romanov's going to have a chance to land takedowns early, land some ground and pound. Maybe he could get a finish. Uh, no, unsure about that, to be honest. But he's plus uh, 150 to win inside the distance. It's a good mark for 8.3K. That's really what it comes down to. We're looking at upside compared to price, compared to ownership. He might be popular, but price near Grant Dawson, price near Bruno Fajera, price near Sean Strickland, they're all going to get ownership. So I don't think Romanov will be as chalky as, as we've seen him in the past. Questionable um, style and someone I would be worried about in extended fights. However, I like his his style for scoring on DraftKings. I like the price. It's an all right matchup to bounce back. I'll be buying back in on Romanov here at 8.3K. All right, moving on to my salary play of the week. I am going all the way down to Max Griffin at 7.2K. More of a price play than anything else against Michael Morales, who's a, a decent young prospect, a dangerous Boxer, I would say, coming off a knockout win against Adam Fugit, Fugit, coming off a knockout win prior to that against Trevin Giles. And look, Max Griffin's durable, but he's been hurt a number of times. I wouldn't be totally shocked if Morales just went out there and knocked Griffin out. But Griffin's very experienced. Griffin's coming off uh, four consecutive knockdowns. Um, he's won four of his last five fights against adequate competition, I would say. Carlos Conde, you know, they're kind of over-the-hill fighters, to be to be completely honest. But split decision against Neil Magny is not a terrible defeat. Split decision against Alex Oliveira, um, coming off a nice win against Tim Means. I, I think Griffin can fight competitively with Morales on the feet. He lands 4.2 strikes per minute, absorbs 3.8. He's gone the distance a bunch of times. He has knockout power. Maybe maybe Morales has more knockout power, but I think Griffin is experienced enough to contend with Morales over 15 minutes. And he also has some wrestling upside, too. Averages 1.6 takedowns per 15 minutes. Morales just got taken down by Giles and by Fugit. So I think Griffin, even if he lands one to two takedowns, um, could be enough to help him edge out rounds, and, and, and that could be it. And look, we need, we need savings somewhere. Uh, this is a very tough slate to find many great underdogs there's a lot of you know like the Lipsky Carolina Santos trio in this range which usually wouldn't be considered too much I'm looking at a little bit especially I like Carolina there at 7.3k Griffin 7.2k he's very cheap he offers some upside only plus 450 win inside the distance can grapple a little bit decent talent um, and Morales is still unproven enough that you know, I could see Griffin fighting competitively over 15 minutes, taking a decision, and that, that'll that be that. So 7.2K, not extremely confident in Griffin getting the win, but I like the price point. I, I like the talent there, willing to take some chances on Griffin as my salary play of the week. 
And finally, my matchup of the week, I would like to talk about Bruno Fajera versus Nursultan Ruzboev. This fight is like minus 600 to end inside the distance. Fajera is being bet up to his current price around minus 220. Ruzboev plus 185. On DraftKings, Fajera is 8.4K. Ruzboev, 7.8K. Fajera is coming off a, a great first-round knockout against Gregory Rodriguez as a huge underdog which we, I was on that as well. Uh, a lot of our community was on that as well. So that was a, a great result. But, and, and this is a positive and negative because Fajera coming into the UFC, I, I thought he was a, a good talent, a good wrestler, a good grappler. Um, but he, he wins a lot of his fights quickly. And so there's still a lot left to be determined about how great his striking is over 15 minutes, about how great his cardio is, how great his durability is. And winning by quick knockout against... Gregory Rodriguez doesn't really make me more confident in those question marks. I think he can definitely have success against Rusbov, who is a offensively potent fighter, but seems to lack defense everywhere. Like this guy's won a ton of fights by submission, but a lot of them are pretty questionable. He's he's getting mounted. He's getting put in deep triangle chokes. One of his recent wins, I mean, he's getting mounted. He's getting put in a deep triangle choke from guard, and he picks up the guy and slams him and knocks him out. Like that's that's not something that translates well to the UFC. So, Fajera, that's why Fajera is getting bet up here. He's going to be a great value play at 8.4k. He'll also be popular, but minus 170 to win inside the distance. He's he rates out extremely well at 8.4k. Clear upside in this matchup. Should should end up on the mat. So I like Fajera. I, I think Ruzbov is a good leverage play, though. 7.8K plus 265 inside the distance. Um, he's going to be way bigger than Fajera, who is, is kind of short and stocky for the middleweight division. Ruzbov is going to be seven inches taller, and he'll have like four inches of reach as well. He's not a great striker. He can throw some leg kicks. Um, but that size could play a factor, and Ruzbov's been in more extended fights than Fajera has, and... You know, Ruzbov's competent enough on the ground offensively that if these two tangle up, I can't say with any certainty that Fajera's going to come out ahead, especially in an extended fight. If Ruzbov wins, I think it comes inside the distance. I think it comes pretty early. And I think he's going to put up a very good score at 7.8K, and he's going to knock off a big chunk of the field on Fajera. So as much as I, I like Fajera and would, would favor him in the fight, this is not a spot I would completely ignore the underdog either, especially with a minus 600 overall line to end inside the distance and a huge size advantage. Um, I think the winner projects to put up a pretty big score. One of my favorite fights of the week from a DraftKings standpoint. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this week's UFC Quick Picks. Thank you so much for the support. You can follow me on Twitter, BirdApley, double T, double P. Best of luck in your contest. Again, take care, everyone. Stay safe, and we will talk to you soon. Peace.